Welcome to a very special episode of DNR, where I think I've gone too far down this uh, rabbit hole. As you can tell from the title, I'm going to talk further into the Coheed Wiki Conspiracy. I don't think that rhyme worked. Uh, and it's verbal trademark, by the way. Verbal trademark. Uh, with me today is my better half and my psychologist and social worker full-time, Crystal. Hi. Yeah, so uh, you have no idea what I'm going to be talking about today, do you? No, and I'm scared. Okay. Um, to give a brief rundown, just so I can... In case you didn't listen to episode one, don't know why you wouldn't. It's up and available now, wherever podcasts are available, I hope. I didn't listen to it. That's, that makes me sad inside. I have things to do. <laughs> I have a so, job. Okay. I do, too. Anyway, uh, back in the Coheed and Cambria episode one, when we talked about Good Apollo, I made mention of the fact that there was a mysterious credits to three individuals, now counting four, of um, a couple of ukulele players, a didgeridooist dueler, I'm not sure which is correct, and... Didgeridoo you. And a possible sound effects guy, but we're going to get more into him in a minute. Um... Some stuff I would do want to clarify first uh, or clearly correct myself on is um, there are actual electric didgeridoos. I've seen them. They're awful. Yeah. Um, they're either custom made and not commercially available or they're basically like logs with bass strings attached to you. I think the, of more of them as like musical bongs. They're almost a yeah. They're almost a, a a mixer of a pipe being welded to a harp. And the other thing is, I was actually wrong. There are specific pitches or specific key uh, didgeridoos out there. Uh, it all depends on the size, the the size and length, like in most guys' life, to measure the timbre of the actual instrument. The final note is, while the didgeridoo is really considered a wind instrument, since you have to use your breath and air to really play it, it is inherently, uh, inherently rhythmic in nature. It does nothing more than to serve a purpose of either setting a rhythm or setting a counter rhythm, but it's, but it's not just going to be able to sustain multiple notes. It's just going to either be one drone drone note, or it's going to be like analog beatboxing in a tube. Yeah, I think we saw one. It was a uh, an orchestra, and lo and behold, there's this didgeridooist in the very front, and it just sounded like he was beatboxing into a tube. It was great. I mean, he sounded good. He, he did. Yeah, I didn't say it was bad. I, I want to clear that up because when I read people's trying to say where it is or where it's coming from, it irks me because, like, what's going on can be accomplished by this the keyboardists like literally set the uh, semitones or the main tones all the way down and just pick the note you need to play. Like literally, it's just a button press and a couple of MIDI files. Moving on, uh, I want to address a few things uh, before we get started into this realm of mystery and basically be on the same page so there's no more confusion. This is going to be incredibly hard to do with the nature of this. So you're going to have to follow my breadcrumbs as I lead it, but I want to give you some, I want to give you crystals, some info before we start, because I want you to be my audience surrogate, surrogate. Okay. Okay. You ready? Okay. So 
since Wikipedia was started, which was started in July 15th of 2001, shitposting have been so common there that they even have a word for it. Vandalism. But it's so prevalent. It is such a common issue up there that it even has its own Wikipedia article called Vandalism on Wikipedia. Well, everybody knows since Wikipedia started that not all of the information on Wikipedia is correct because it's public information that anybody can go in and edit. And you're right. That's that's the beauty of Wikipedia is it's basically like redoing how they did the... Um, scrolls back in the old days where it just passed down verbally and people add that shit to articles but I'm talking about like just actually people going in there and be like dolphins are amazing creatures they're part mammals they can suck a dick and then continue okay. on like normal that's the vandalism I'm talking about okay Poor dolphins. Dolphins get the brunt of all of this shit for some reason. I don't know why. But that's what I'm talking about when I say vandalism or when I say shit posting is people intentionally posting false and misleading stuff as a joke. Uh, the reason for this episode is to address the full edits made to the additional musicians section throughout the history of Good Apollo article as well as an entry made on No World for Tomorrow article as to not tie things up on the next episode when uh, whenever it comes out. Out. I understand that some edits do not need a citation, especially if the information can be directly from a source, i.e. like a lyric book or a guitarist book or something of that nature, tablature. However, official, officially cited sources can go a long way into crediting the correct person or persons. Uh, so that way, anyone and everyone can actually get credit for this. The final thing I want to clarify is that whenever someone actually edits an article on Wikipedia without an account or doesn't log into their account to make the edit, the editor is, will be listed as their IP address, which you can still follow uh, through their contribution pages. Once you create, a, create or log into your Wikipedia account, however, everything you do will be listed as that editor. So for my sake and for your sake, I will address the editors and their contribution pages by their account names, or if they did it under an IP address, I will list them as a city name, i.e. IP, Atlanta, IP, Birmingham, that kind of thing. Uh, just to make everything coherent. Awesome. I love coherency. Yeah, me too. I don't think that's what we're going to get, though, is it? No, <laughs> not at all. The last thing I want you to keep in mind, Crystal, the actual a Good Apollo album was released on September 20th of 2005, about six days after my birthday. Hmm. Where it all began. And if you're a really big good Apollo or a really good uh, Kogi fan, Chris, we'd be like, good Apollo, where do I begin? Yeah, I, I know squat. Where it all began was on November 8th, 2004, where a guy named Rocking Harder. Picture Rock, show? No, Rocking. <laughs> rocking har, Harder. I <laughs> gotcha. Uh, God, dog you, Crystal. Got it. Some guy named Rocking Harder came up with the page. He detailed it out very minimal, minimally and even got the name wrong as Good Apollo. I'm Burning Star 4, Volume 1, From Fear Through the Eyes of Men. Oh, my God. It's like the name of an anime. Uh, it really is, man. It almost makes you wonder why the following albums had less weirder names. <laughs> so, three years. Eight. I'm sorry. Three years. 10 months, 8 days since the article was created and 2 years after the album was even released. We get to see the first instance of these mysterious artists being uh, represented. Contributor by the name of 
F tits Jake two. What? F tits Jake two. I'll just be calling him Jake two because I don't want to keep saying F tits Jake's two. Wow. That sounds like I'm. I mean, that sounds super legit. Like, yeah. Sounds like a a really high class editor for Wikipedia. Totally not some rando at all. This guy knows his shit. He does. He does know his shit because this is what he added. He added four names to the listing under the additional musicians. Go for it. Electric Tambourine by Jeremy Burks. Everybody loves some Electric Tambo. Ukulele by Jake Paris. Ooh. Elephant Sounds by Curtis Youngerson. Wait a minute. And No, 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 no. Elephant Sounds? We'll get we'll, we'll get back to Curtis Youngerson and his elephant sounds in a minute. But final our final name is Didgeridoo by Chester Brockwell. Mm, that good old Didgeridoo. I'm still intrigued by the elephant sounds though. I need I need more of elephant sounds. Like which album and which song were they just like that's the thing. There is no listing of what album they are not album, what track they actually appeared on. The, the other people who actually participated, the percussionists, the string arranger, and the actual players, they were given what specific tracks they were on. Hell, even Claudio's niece, who's like freaking like five or something, like two or five. I can't, I don't know. Somewhere. That's a jump. Yeah, well, somewhere around those age. I don't, I don't follow his life anymore. She appeared on two tracks and he credited her for those two tracks. And yet these four random people aren't given any credit outside of just electric tambourine and and all that other good shit. Elephant noises. Now, the thing to know about Jake, too, is that when he actually posted this, he created a article for the electric tambourinist, Jeremy Burks. And him, that article, were both basically deleted after that came out. He was warned several times on his user page to stop posting stuff on there. There's no evidence that this person exists. Stop posting nude photos. What? Yeah. Whoa. So you've got electric tambourine. This is the guy. It's Jeremy Burke. And here's a picture of his wiener. I guess. I guess that's how he played his electric tambourine. I, the page doesn't ugh. exist anymore. I tried looking in the Wayback Machine. There's nothing to exist of this page. How lewd do you have to get with electric tambourine to get banned from Wikipedia? Well, he, he lost all privileges to uh, editing thing. He That page was deleted. And that was basically it for Jake 2. That's what I think about when I think about the electric tambourine. It's just vile, vile nudes. But the funny thing is, a couple hours later, on the 17th, IP out of Lynchburg, Virginia. Lynchburg, Virginia. Yeah, that's a place I'm aware of. <laughs> they, they went through and actually added Wikipedia links to article corresponding to everything. To, to all the instruments like didgeridoo and ukulele. They mm -hmm. even added one for elephant sound or elephant and elephant sounds. For some reason, I don't understand. The, and this person, this uh, Lynchburg, IP Lynchburg, the only other edits they did were to one other page, and that was for Modest Mouse. In total, they did about four or five edits altogether. Did Modest Mouse have elephant noises? No. I, I'm thinking it was just a genuine, like, I'm trying to help. Oh, okay. okay. I, get, I got how this works now. Coheed gets elephant noises. Modest Mouse gets zebra whinnies, right? Yes. Got it. Did you know a pack of zebras is an issue? <laughs> no, I didn't. Is that for real? No. Oh, you but <laughs> I was like about to grab my phone and Google that crap. Like, is a pack of zebras an issue? That's going to be a joke. Yeah. 
So four months later, IP out of Warrenburg, Missouri, of all places, they actually made the first change that we would see to all of this in one of the longer standing names. They replaced the ukulele player, Jake Paris, to Kara Bullock. And the name would not be altered from this at all. Warrenburg would go on to edit one other page, advanced audio coding. Now you would think like they're adding additional information. No, it's all a shit post to add the lyrics to the Bass Hunter song, All I Ever Wanted. And all those subsequent or, or additional edits he did or she did. I'm not sure. I'm not trying to be sexist. No, women can shit post too. All they were were just grammar corrections and punctuation corrections. Still all to the lyrics. Somebody's English teacher went in and just corrected all the lyrics with a red pen. Yeah. And I and um, I guess I should also point out at this point, I understand like VPNs have been around for a long time and I understand people can change their IP addresses, but it kind of seems funny to me that someone would keep a multiple IP address because no two are ever going to be alike. I, I, from what I can tell, no two are ever going to be alike. And it's funny to me that someone will keep the same IP address and edit over and over and over and over again without getting caught eventually. So moving forward, one month and 19 days later, a person by the name of Samwise06 uh, would change Curtis Youngerson from elephant sounds to the general sound effects. Oh, yeah, because that's something that happens. Oh, yeah, they just did the elephant sounds. Well, we're going to change that to general sound effects, like all the sound effects. And, and see, that's the thing. The album has tons of sound effects, especially towards the end in the Willing Well era. era. But if you look on the actual album, Claudio is uh, credited with, uh, with the programming and synth sounds. So I would think that would be him doing it, not this Curtis Youngerson, but he also could have been a mixer. I'm not sure, but by the looks of it now, like he was, again, a shit post. And the funny thing is, the Samwise 06, it, does, it looked like it was just an earnest way of correcting a weird uh, post. Because all his other edits were fine. All the other stuff that he did were fine, the other articles. So finally, within seven months, an IP out of Atlanta, Georgia, would add the final name in this list of weird musicians. He would add Nick Gardner to ukulele. It will remain on this page until today. The, the, the time of recording this episode. This was also the only contribution Atlanta IP ever made. Not to say they couldn't register and did it under a different name or something. This was the only thing this IP ever did with add Nick Gardner. Hmm. And about a few hours later, on the 19th, uh, same day, this a few hours later, a person by the name of Tsunami Sados actually addressed this. They were actually the first and only people or person to say, is this true? And add a citation. I don't know if they're asking this in general for the ukulele or for Nick Gardner or for both, but it was he, this person was the only person who ever did this, right? I don't understand how we could go from 2000, from like 2005 to 2009 with these random names up on screen with no one addressing the fact that these are weird names. These are weird instruments. Why are you being listed on here? So moving forward, Toward the end of the month of November of 2009, on the 29th, a bot by the name of Smackbot 
Wikipedia has several, uh, reaffirmed this by adding the official tag of 2009 citation needed. And this bot was actually active from 2005 to 2011. So it was, it, it did a large chunk of work during that time. It's a, that was a very busy bot. It was very, like looking at a page, you can't find an end or a beginning because there's just so much it did. And that would be it for one year, one month and 18 days. On July 16, 2011, a person by the name of, or a user by the name of Deer Barefoot. Correction. Men Bear Pig. A user by the name of D Barefoot. Oh, not Deer Barefoot? Would go in there and officially remove Jeremy Burks from the listing along with the electric tambourine, citing only the following phrase Jeremy Burke did not play electric tambourine on this album. And there was no pushback. No one, no one went in there to correct it. No one went in there to reverse it. This is been the only time a name in this whole group was taken out and never put back in the the whole tag for the genre of of, of this album was emo have been taken out more times and put back than there have been any pushback for the additional musicians i mean this is this is craziness at its peak so out of all this obsession that i've put into this oh what's what's your thoughts so far I think it's a little much for a didgeridoo and elephant noises. See, I thought so too, but I mean, the more you dig, just the more you find, just find how crazy Wikipedia used to be. I know I made some shit posts before when I was younger. See, I never did stuff like that when I was younger because it's dumb. I mean, I was a dumb kid. <laughs> yeah, you were. I can see that. It's just, it's fascinating to me that you are going so deep into this stuff because it's... I've never listened to a song and tried my damnedest like you do to try to look into it and go, Ooh, who did this? Who did this? Who did this? Oh, this person's credited with playing the triangle. I didn't hear the triangle. Let me listen to this 400 more times and go, I still haven't heard the triangle. This is a conspiracy. I just, I just think it's weird how you how people can just randomly be credited and then it just... It's the internet. I know, but... It's kind of like, you know, I'd rather someone come to a page and you can obviously tell when a shit post is being a shit post over when someone fabricates information and it just survives. I mean, I'm talking about in 2020, you know, this is the worst year that I've been alive so far. And I was born during a terrible time and a terrible place it's called Alabama. Damn. <laughs> it's 2020 and people are still crediting these mysterious artists as Okay, it's not it's not that it's 2020 and they're still crediting these artists. It's 2020 and nobody's given a shit to go back and correct this. I don't think it's like we're going to keep it on here to keep the public enamored and keep them guessing on who the hell played that didgeridoo that no one of us heard. No, I just think they forgot and they don't care anymore. And yeah, and and it's the general apathy of Kohi fans. I mean, where's all the people who said I love the colors before the sun, which is not They've a got kids. That's where they are and they're worried about Dora the Explorer. I'm just saying, you know, you you're going to be the biggest Kohi fan. Fix their Wikipedia page. Get stuff right. Make sure it's so new new uh, new Kohi fans come in. They can be like, oh, this is the correct information and not a bunch of gobbledygook. I just don't see where it's that deep. 
Well, we're not out of the rabbit hole yet because it goes a little bit further. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Um, it's been seven years uh, on this timeline. It's been seven years since the album release. Four years since the last edit been made. By the way, I actually did go in and do the calculations for the actual uh, last post and all that stuff. Is that is that crazy? A little. Not as crazy as some of the things that I've heard you mention sporadically in passing, but I think you might get to those later, so I'm not going to ruin anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I've been only vaguely aware of the things that you've been doing and just the passing of mention. Oh yeah, I've got to do this. I've got to send this email. I got to look into this. I've got to look into that. But I don't think I fully realize how far you've gone or intend to go. I'm like the Moana song. Now every, I don't remember the Moana song too well, but nobody knows how far I'll go. That, that wasn't a funny joke. <laughs> no, that was awful. You should feel bad. Yeah, I, I, I feel bad. Oh my God. I feel bad, but I'm getting it off my chest. And because you're my social worker, my psychiatrist, you should be able to, you know, give me some pills after this. I can give you an ibuprofen, but that's about it. Damn. Okay. Seven years after the album release, four years after the last update, IP out of Ismar, Turkey, of all places, Ismar, Turkey. Okay. Every time you name a location that an IP comes out of, you always follow that up with of all places. Like, do you, what's going on? Do you really think there are Koki fans in Turkey? I don't know. There's there's not even Turkey fans in Turkey. I'm not saying that it's not like, oh, that's an odd location. I'm saying it's you've done a couple of locations so far, and I think at least two of them have been of all places. I don't know. I, just, I, I guess I'm under the movie logic that the only two important places are in America is like... New York City and Los Angeles. <laughs> Everywhere else can just, you know, be a footnote. So a place out of Ismar, Turkey. Of, of all, all places. places. <laughs> <laughs> they did a cheeky little edit. They removed the word and between Kara and Nick and to put an ampersand. That's it. Brilliant edit. That's the ten out of ten. That's edits. the only thing they did is the article. That that was so important they went in there and fixed that. Ten out of ten. Again, not, no one have touched that section in four years, and now all of a sudden, ampersand. So, uh, moving on, <laughs> I want to make this absolutely clear. What I'm about to say, because I, again, I did the math. Uh, just hear me out all the way. It's been two years since the last uh, edit. From since the, the ampersand edit. Since the ampersand edit. It's been eight years since the names were added. It's been 13 years at this point since the album has been released. Somebody by the name of Renee Lucifer on July 30th of 2018 took off the citation needed next to Nick Gardner's name. Cool. I don't think this was a shit post. I, if you look at the full edit, they did. They, Which I'm not going to do. I don't blame you. I didn't want to do it either, but I did. I fought through it. Now, something tells me you wanted to. Don't, don't bring my secrets out of the air. Ha <laughs> 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 ha, snort. Uh, anyway, 
you made me snort. My doctor made me snort a line of cocaine. You have anything to say to that, Crystal? So, <laughs> uh, so Renee Lucifer sounds like a porno. Yeah, um, they removed citation needed, and they did a bunch of other edits throughout it, and it looked like it was just a cleanup job. When you say they, do you mean this Lucifer person? Yeah, they they went in there, they did a bunch of like moves, move stuff over per space, cleaned up uh, numbering stuff like that. And I guess they just thought, well, citation up been needed so for so long, it's just not even important anymore. Again, this is like in 2015. I'm sorry, 2018. I was about to say, how did we go back in time? Sorry, this is 2018 when when she did this. It's no one cares at this point, but me. And I'm in 2020. I'm two years gone, and I could have gone swooped in there and been like, stop. Thought. But here's the thing. But here's the thing. <laughs> were you or were you not a so-called real Coheed fan in that time? No, I was not. When were you? I was active on the Coheed uh, love train from probably 2003 until 2000. Ten, I want to say, uh, right is right after No World for Tomorrow came out, but right before Year of the Black Rainbow came out because I just stopped caring at that point. So did everybody else, which is why this Wikipedia page is such a hot mess. And that's what and that's kind of sad because if you go on like the Reddit post for Children of the Fence and Cambria and the Coheed Cambria Reddit page, you have all the I'm such a huge Coheed fan. I'm such. We've lost so much when uh, Cobalt and Calcium got shut down because there's so much history on those servers talking about Coheed and all that stuff and fixing mistakes like this. And now is this gone? Lost in the internet void. It's sad. It's a sad day for Nothing's the ever lost in the internet, though. How? Nothing's ever lost in the internet. You've never heard that? No. Once it's out there, it's always out there. You just have to find it. Thank you, Doctor. I'm going to dig deeper now. Shit. <laughs> so... <laughs> My final theory, my final conspiracy, no longer conspiracy at this point, would you say? I don't even know what... Yeah, I can't comment on that. Is this still a conspiracy or is it real? I don't know. You found some proof yet, homeboy? Have I been... Have you not been sitting here beside me? I haven't heard anything of proof. I just heard you say that citations were changed and edits were made. The, nothing's been, like, in stone. But that's, that's... Have you not heard me, madam? Yes, I've heard you. And you know what you're saying? Nothing. My madam, the fact is, and uh, no longer conspiracy to me, this is my hypothesis. Oh my God, this man just found his raison d'etre in a Coheed Cambria wiki post. My hypothesis. I can't even say it right. Hypothesis. I'm going to edit it to where you're saying it. This is my hippopotamus. <laughs> um, this is a nothing but 11 year old shit post. This is nothing but 11 year old uh, vandalism on a page that no one cared about anymore. And it had been up there for so long. 
is considered true now. There's articles refer- referencing this, including like this one from uh, uh, Pop Matters by Jordan Blum. You can read it. It was released on June 10th of 2015, keeping the acclaimed legacy of cocaine can't break good Apollo and Burning Star 4. Is even like different languages have di- different languages. Wikipedia articles have even references. I mean, I understand Wikipedia is a source for research. You know, no one ever goes to books anymore when they're researching. The first thing they go to is where the internet and what's on the. <laughs> Well, no, seriously, what they go to Wikipedia first and foremost, which is I don't understand that because of all the readily available information on the Internet nowadays, Wikipedia in my book is one of the last places I'm going to go look for information. It's a spark. It's like the spark. Uh, what, what are those little books called? The uh, it's like the cliff notes of the Internet. And the, the good thing about Wikipedia is that when it's done correctly, when the articles are kept up, you have sources, you have different websites you can follow that with. Of course, Wikipedia can be a wonderful tool, but so many people use it for evil. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I've got this paper due. What am I going to cite? Personally, for me, it's not Wikipedia. Well, you're de- I also come from uh, the generation that had to use the Encyclopedia Britannica for all of their stuff. So, well, I mean, you're a doctor. You, you, you're. I'm not a doctor. Okay, disclaimer on this whole thing. I don't know what he has made the world believe. I am not a doctor. I am not a psychologist. I do. I have a degree in absolutely nothing. But you want to know what I do? I'm an editor, and I'm going to remove the not from all that. So it's going to make so you're just going to sound like you're boasting. I give up. <laughs> I love you. I am. I love you, too. I am. But a humble. Nah, I don't. I, 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 I'm going to edit that out. Why? I don't want people to know what we do for a living. But you're going to tell them I'm a fucking psychologist. It's the Internet. Who's going to believe me? <laughs> <laughs> If you need any, like, real proof, if you're wondering, like, what am I proof exactly, is the fact that we've had, the album's been out for over a few, been out for, like, a couple of years before the names were added. Why all of a sudden are the names added out of the blue after the album's been released for so many years? They've already, by this point, they're already on to No World for Tomorrow. Why add these random names? I don't know. Maybe, like... They did some work, and then people forgot, and then a few later, years later, years later, they're like, oh, yo, my bad. I'm going to put you in now so you don't sue us, because that's what people in the music industry like to do. They like to sue. They do like to sue. They sue the pants off me. I'm so, I'd be surprised if you don't get sued for something, or at least a hefty cease and desist. I haven't got one yet from the, the, the producers yet. Because I did email the producers, and I have not gotten anything back from them. So I might get something. Wait, you emailed producers? I emailed the producers of this album. Why? Because Claudio Sanchez is like such a big name. My email would never reach him. But the producers who own the studio where we recorded may actually have the original masters available that I can ask them, hey... Did you actually add didgeridoos and ukuleles and elephants? So you emailed the producers asking about didgeridoos and ukuleles, you weird mouth-breathing fanboy. It's going to get worse. Oh, God. 
because uh, I want to talk about this No World for Tomorrow aspect because I didn't want to type up the next uh, episode. So No World for Tomorrow came out on October 23rd of 2007. Okay. Uh, um, the original... The original date the article was officially published was April 25th of 2007. So a few months before the album actually was dropped, unlike the uh, Good Apollo. Um, One year, 11 months and 26 days since the album was released. A Nicholas Marike Gardner was added into additional musicians as backing bass and vocals on the Incomplete 2 Radio Bye Bye. It was added by an IP out of Jasper, Alabama. Yeehaw! <laughs> now, here's the thing. I thought originally they may have meant the uh, one of the people who helped master the albums, uh, Brian Big Bass Gardner, who has worked on several Coheed albums and who actually worked on several albums of uh, rock and punk and all that other good stuff. However, looking to this character's IP background, uh, this mofo has uh, done a lot of shit posting throughout his career. Mm-hmm. Like, too much to even begin to find. So, like, if in one of his, like, Wikipedia graffiti debacles, did he say, like, Marin Faz was just a bunch of mice in coats? I, I probably, yeah. I think he said, like, Garth Brooks is really Dark Brooks. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think I think he said uh, um, all football players are actually toddlers in trench coats. Uh. He he said a lot, but it was corrected, so it's lost to the wind. Mm. Either way, though, what's what makes it funny? There's two parts of this that makes it funny. First and foremost, the date was what, what was the date I gave for when this was published? Dude, I don't know. I don't pay attention to half the things you say. Okay, 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 okay. It was it was done on November 18th of 2009. It's Nick Marike Gardner was added on there. It was added on at 4.30 in the afternoon. 12 hours later, on November 19th of 2009, a name very similar to it, uh, Nick Gardner, would first appear under ukulele for Good Apollo and Burning Star 4 Volume 1. Okay. Okay. So, remember that scene from, like, uh, The Incredibles? Is it a coincidence? I think not. Stop. I mean, granted, the original one was done out of Atlanta, Georgia. Right? Okay, if you say so. This one was done in Jasper, Alabama. Okay. The states are connected right next to each other. So you're saying this this homeboy just drove from Atlanta, Georgia to Jasper, Alabama? And then when he got there, he was like, ooh, I'm going to put myself as the ukulele player. Maybe. <laughs> I want to believe that. <laughs> I want to believe, or at least, or at least he went over to see a show in Atlanta because Atlanta has a bunch of uh, venues and whatnot. He sure do. He went over there, staying at a friend's house, and just like Nick Gardner played ukulele, and then went home to Jasper and continued his shit posting ways. Okay. Do you see how this is all like just weirdly connected, but yet so? Um, I don't see how any of this is connected. Well, the fact is, I actually... Except for this Jasper Atlanta dude. Oh, speaking... Speaking... I don't know why my voice breaks like that. I'm sorry. Speaking of this Jasper IP address, I looked up the Nick Marike Gardner, right? Mm-hmm. There's actually a Nick Marike Gardner in Jasper, Alabama, 
who runs a, a gecko purchaser slash seller. What? He breeds geckos and sells them. And he has his official number on the website. Ah, shit. So he's a lizard person. Well, not when I talk to him. You talk to him? Oh, I couldn't get up the curse. I, I tried. I tried calling him. I would have been so disappointed in you if you had called some random ass gecko breeder and be like, <sighs> you remember back all those years ago when you did some shit posting on Wikipedia? <sighs> What's up with that, bro? Are you really a fan, bro? Do you even lift? I, I don't have that bad of a breathing problem. Chris. Your CPAP would disagree with you. <laughs> Don't bring the CPAP into this. <laughs> I'll bring a little CPAPy daddy. Well, I'm glad you didn't call the gecko breeder. Wait, so did you not call or did you call and then got a voicemail and then was a chicken shit and decided not to do it? I had started typing the numbers in my phone when you sent me a text saying, I hope you're not doing anything stupid right now. <sighs> God is real and he stopped you from doing something stupid. So to kind of sum everything up... All this, in, all of this seemed to stem from like either cobalt and calcium, or the original Coheed and Cambria forms. Mm-hmm. And here's and here's the thing: I think it more or less cobalt and calcium because the original Coheed and Cambria forms were so toxic. The band shut it down and let cobalt and calcium become the official band forms. Toxic, like how? Like the band members would get on just to like, hey guys, we're we're in the studio recording, and they would literally just bash them. What? You guys suck. Yeah. Like, well, imagine like, like uh, 12 to 14 year olds trying to be tough on the internet. Oh my God. It's kind of like 12 year old now talking to random people when he's playing Fortnite. Yeah. Like you guys are buttholes. Yeah. Cut your hair. You look like a girl and sound like a girl. Yeah. They, the My ri- dad could beat up your dad. Yeah. I went on to the Coheen Cambria original forums when it was, when I was first getting started and that was a super toxic place. Uh, and that's why I stuck with cobalt for such a long time. Wow. But like I said, like I know, like there was forums back on, um, I'm sorry, there were threads on the forum where even people were like, hey, I'm going to go make some sneaky edits to this. And you got to try to find it. That's what I'm saying. We used to do stupid things like that all the time because it was. Hey, I credited a wombat for all the sound effects. His name is Jerry. (laughs) Jerry the wombat. For all those elephant noises. I still need to know where the hell these elephant noises are. Like in the middle of like one of the songs, she's like, no, 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 no. I think it's a mother may I, I don't like that song. and I rarely listen to it. I'll probably all these instruments are in that one song. I don't like, Oh my God. Just the one song you never, ever are going to listen to. And it's just like, it's like over the rainbow, the ukulele version with like elephants in the background and electric tambourines and didgeridoos and, just all that shit. Well, we we proved that we proved that the electric tambourine was not real. That one guy took it off completely. Remember? But does that really prove anything that it was removed? Yeah, because it wasn't added back. That doesn't mean anything. My life is a lie. If now. if I went on Wikipedia right now and removed a post that said the sky was blue on a clear day and never updated, nobody ever updated it because nobody gives a crap. And then walk outside and just have people out there staring up at the sky, going, "What the heck?" 
Yeah. That's how Wikipedia... Like, I could go on to Mr. Blue Skies. That, you know, the most famous song in the world that Seth Rogen uses all the time. I go in there and I could change it to Mrs. Sunrise, which is just the MS. And you know what would happen? No one you would. just said Mr. Blue Skies and then edited it to Mrs. Sunrise. That's... I'm talking about like a little... little like the ampersand edit. Those no, that's literally the words that just came out of your mouth. Do you want to take this back to playback? Absolutely. I'm not going to do that. That's impossible to do right now. But yeah, I mean, people, if if people just do like these little shit posts and everything like that, and no one ever takes the time to figure it out, it's going to be eventually going to be an issue. I remember reading uh, a Zeus one because I was interested in like the... the Like Zeus, 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 like God of Thunder. The, the god of gods. God of geese fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember going on there and someone uh, went in there and edited. Uh, he likes a party hard in the middle of like the article. Like it's like they even edited it to where it'd be super big. Bro. He likes a party hard. I'm like, oh, well, at least I know something new about Zeus and. And someone put on their citation. <laughs> Show me proof that Zeus liked to party hard. Oh, well, I, I would think that Zeus did like to party hard since he fathered a whole bunch of illegitimate children. He turned into a goose and has sex with people. Seriously, though, I watched um, like, no, legit. Don't look at me like that. I watched a documentary on like Greek mythology. Zeus was a legit hoe bag. Yeah, because back then it's like... Don't pretend like you didn't just dab after drinking a Dr. Pepper. You gotta dab the Zeus away. I don't know if you're going to use any of that, but I I did watch a documentary of it. Well, um, that's the thing. Back then, gods were considered gods because they were so fertile. They're like, if you can't keep... If you have 10,000 children, you are a god. It's like uh, like now... If you can't keep it in your pants, you're a god. It's like nowadays. Like Zeus would have been considered like a porn star in modern days. But back then, you put a modern day porn star back then, it's like... Dude can keep his pee-pee up for like four hours. Dude's a god. I heard he's like slept with like six women back to back. He's a demigod. You don't know what a demigod is, do you? So as as my court appointed uh, psychiatrist. Again, not a psychiatrist. And my uh, life appointed full time social worker. What what do you think about all this? I think you're slap ass crazy. Uh, I think it's a bullshit Wikipedia page that hasn't been updated in several years, and people are just playing around with it to be stupid. And only certain special sweet idiots dive this deep. You think I'm special and sweet? That's my phone. Stupid son of a bitch. It's time for me to go pick you up. My uh, court-appointed psychiatrist, full-time social worker, part-time talkie podcast host uh, found the keys to the exit, so she ran away. So I guess I'm going to go ahead and end uh, the podcast on that note. So see you in episode two, my friends. Goodbye. Goose fucker. <laughs> That's how I'm going to end the podcast. Goose fucker. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>